श्रेष्ठा भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषाशून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभो निनंदीयद्वैत गाधरा श्रीवासादी गौरभक्त वृंदा नमो महावदन्या कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य कृपणा फलहेत 
Kripanaha Falahetavaha Let's do that once again. Dure nahi avaram karma Enahiya avaram karma Buddhi yoga dhananjaya Buddhi yoga dhananjaya Buddha sharanam anvichha Buddha sharanam anvichha Kripana palahetava Kripana palahetava Please repeat the translation O dhananjaya O dhananjaya Rid yourself of all fruitive activities. Rid yourself of all fruitive activities. By devotional service. By devotional service. And surrender fully. And surrender fully. To that consciousness. To that consciousness. Those who want to enjoy. Those who want to enjoy. The fruits of their work are misers. The fruits of their work are misers. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Prabhuji. Hare Krishna. So, very nice. So, Krishna here, in this verse number 49, is saying to Arjuna, Durena hi avaram karma. Avaram. Varam. Varam means we have heard. It's a benediction. You know, somebody got this vara, somebody got that vara, somebody got so many beautiful varas. Vara means benediction. Avara means that which is inauspicious. Vara means auspicious. And avara means inauspicious. So Krishna is saying, Durena, avaram. Durena, be away. Keep yourself away from avaram karma, inauspicious work. So, when you are away from such inauspicious work, when you get rid of this inauspicious work, how do you get how do you get rid of this inauspicious work? Buddhi yoga dhananjaya. So you can get rid of this avaram karma by buddhi yoga. Buddhi yoga, another meaning of buddhi yoga is bhakti yoga. So dhananjaya, this word name of Arjuna has come before also. So Dhananjaya, Dhana, Dhana means wealth. Jaya, one who has conquered wealth, one who has acquired a lot of wealth is called Dhananjaya. And why Arjuna is called as Dhananjaya? Because when Yudhishthira, the elder brother of the Pandavas wanted to perform the Rajasuya Yajna, the Rajasuya Yajna can be performed only when there are so much of, when there is so much of wealth. So all the different brothers they went in different directions and they acquired a lot of wealth. And Arjuna was one who acquired the most amount of wealth for Yudhishthira to perform the Rajasuya Yajna. So that is the reason Arjuna is called as Dhananjaya. So Krishna is referring to Arjuna here as Dhananjaya. So, Krishna is saying, Kripana Falahetava. Kripana Falahetava. Those people who work only for the fruits of their actions are called Falahetava. If you are doing certain activity 
only for the reason that you are going to get some result out of it, then you should consider yourself as Falahetavaha. So Krishna is saying those who work only for the fruits of action, who are Falahetavaha, what kind of people are they? They are Kripanaha. Kripana means misers. So if you are acting only for certain result, then you are a miser. So Krishna is saying, I am not saying. Krishna is saying that Kripanaha are those who are Falahetavaha. So earlier in 2.7, also I had mentioned what is the meaning of Kripana? Who is a Kripana? Does anyone remember? Can somebody unmute yourself and tell me if you remember how do we define Kripana? Who is the miser? How do we define a miserly person? This very beautiful shloka called Panyadosho Pahataswabhavaha Pritchamitvamudacheta Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, one, one who doesn't share knowledge to others. Okay, wonderful. That's one definition. Very nice. So, like Chaitanya said, one who doesn't share the knowledge to someone else is Kripanaha. So, this can be expanded. This whole definition can be expanded to anything and everything. So, who is the miser? When somebody has a certain capacity to do something and he does not completely utilize that capacity in serving others, he is a miser. Kanjus. We call no Kanjus. Who is a Kanjus? A person who has lots and lots of money but he doesn't give any charity, he doesn't help anyone with his wealth. We call that person as Kanjus. Kripanaha. So, you have lots and lots of knowledge, you do not share, then you are Kanjus, you are also Kripanaha. You have a certain knowledge, you have a certain skill and you don't share that with others, you are a Kripanaha. So, Krishna is saying, why such people are called Kripanaha, why people become Kripanaha is because they are only thinking about me and mine, Mama and Mamakara. Everything belongs to me and everything that is around me is for my enjoyment. It is mine and it is it belongs to me. So this kind of mentality, me and mine mentality who have, they are called Kripanaha. And such people cannot do any good to others. And when you act only for your benefit or you act only for the results, only for the fruits of your action, then you are called a Kanjus, you are called a Miser, Kripanaha. So we are not supposed to act like that. It is improper to act. It is actually underutilization of human body. If you are acting only for the fruits of your action, then you are underutilizing this wonderful human body that is being given to us. But people in this current world, in today's time, you see that everybody is they are only thinking about how will I get fruit of performing certain activity. I will act only if I am getting certain fruit. And there are many people you must have come across. They will say that, you know, 
you have to think big you have to dream big but actually if you carefully analyze these people who say that think big or dream big they are actually thinking very small why they are thinking small because the definition of their success is limited only to the materialistic realm their success is defined within the boundaries of a rat race now the unfortunate thing about the rat race is whether you win the rat race or you lose the rat race you will still be a rat so that is not what we want so many people are thinking big they are creating many many big things big big buildings big big technologies but all that is fitting only in the materialistic realm and that's why they are in the rat race so now we should not fall into the trap and we also join the rat race no please do not join the rat race you may do that rat race thing as a side business but your main business should run a race of going to the spiritual world so that is real big thinking if you want to think big in life then you need to really think of how do i get out of this material world and go to the spiritual world if you want to join a race if you want to run a race then this is the race that you are supposed to actually run then you will not be running a rat race you will be running a devotee race you will become a devotee and you will start working in a way that will help you to elevate yourself in krishna consciousness so that is what is needed so we cannot simply act whimsically and be in this rat race so don't think big only to be in rat race but think big to actually get rid of this material world that is real think big and the greatest advantage that we all have is this human form see this human form although it is temporary it is not permanent i am we all will definitely lose this human form one day that is given but you know what we need to understand this human form although temporary can give us enormous benefits enormous results i mean you can do so many things out of this human form you can actually elevate yourself to the highest consciousness and that is spiritual consciousness that is krishna consciousness using this human form so don't underutilize this human body just to enjoy your own senses but you should act in a way which is actually yoga that is what krishna is telling this whole section is you should perform actions and that action should be become yoga and when you act in such a way then you will not be bound you will not get the you will not be bound by good and bad reactions of the world that is what is krishna saying to let you know with this very beautiful example you see there is a knife and there is a person who takes the knife and he will stab a person now the knife actually stabs the person and the person may die so when punishment has to be given the punishment is given to the knife 
or the person who actually stabbed. It is not given to the knife. No punishment is received by the instrument. Instrument is acting on behalf of someone. So, similarly, when we act as an instrument in the hands of the Lord, in the hands of Krishna, we will not be bound by the materialistic action and reaction formula. We will not be actually affected by the laws of nature. Act like an instrument. And that's exactly what Krishna is going to say in the future chapter to Arjuna. Oh Arjuna, all these people that you're talking about are actually already killed by me. In the 11th chapter, Krishna is going to show his Vishwarupa, his universal form. It's a very ghastly form and Arjuna is scared. He's so scared. Why is he scared? Because in this universal form, in the 11th chapter, Arjuna is seeing that Bhishma, Drona, all the other soldiers are entering the mouth of this universal form of Krishna. Everybody is dying. So, Krishna is saying, why are you worrying? Because anyway they are going to die. You fight or you don't fight. I have decided that you have to die. So when Krishna has decided that you have to die, then they will die. Rakhe Krishna, Mareke, Mare Krishna, Rakheke. It's a very nice saying that Rakhe Krishna, Mareke. Now, if Krishna wants to protect someone, who can kill him? And if Krishna wants to kill someone, who can protect him? Nobody can protect him. So Krishna is saying, Arjuna, I have already killed. You just have to act like a nimitta, as an instrument. And Arjuna will say that in the future, that, oh my dear Lord Krishna, I am just going to act like an instrument and I will do as you say. Karishye vachanam tava. Act like an instrument. So when you act like an instrument, then you will not enjoy or suffer. You will be very much in Krishna consciousness. So see, just so nice it is, this human body is actually an instrument. When this instrument is utilized in the service of Krishna, then you will not be bound by any of the ill effects or the good effects of this material nature. So this is very nicely explained in this verse by Krishna here. So be an instrument and act as per the desire of Krishna. So that will be really very nice. That will be very good. Okay. So let's go to the next verse now and understand what Krishna wants to say further because very interesting shloka and I want uh, Rahul to try give a try to chant this uh, shloka. Okay. So Rahul please unmute yourself. And let's chant the 50 50th words, okay? Are you able to? Yes, sir. Okay, wonderful. So, kindly repeat after me. Yes, Buddhi Yukto Jahatiya. Buddhi Yukto Jahatiya. Ube Sukruta Dushkrute. Ube Sukruta Dushkrute. Tasmad Yogaya Yujaswa Tasmat Yogya Yujaswa Yoga Karma Sukoshalam Yoga Karma Sukh Karsana Kosalam Wonderful. Let's do that once again. 
बट कर्म कौशलम इज इट योगा इज अ क्वेश्चन ना देर इज अ गिटार फॉर एग्जाम्पल देर इज अ गिटार प्लेयर यू नो ही प्लेज एक्सलेंट गिटार एवरी बीट एवरी ट्यून ही स्ट्राइक्स द कॉर्ड एंड इट क्रिएट्स वंडरफुल म्यूजिक एंड ही सेज दैट वेन आई प्ले गिटार दैट इज स्पिरिचुअलिटी फॉर मी दैट इज हाउ आई फील आई फील वेरी स्पिरिचुअल वेन आई प्ले माई गिटार so similarly there is a football player and you know, the football player he when he is running towards the goal and his focus is completely on the ball and on the goal post and when he kicks the goal and then the ball enters the goal post ah that is spirituality for me he may say that that yes this is spirituality there is a certain bliss that i experience when i hit the goal but is this yoga is the question so karma kaushalam we all may be expert in certain fields karma kaushalam but that does not become yoga karma kaushalam unless we perform the action our expertise in certain action to give pleasure to krishna as long as we are only acting for our pleasure it is not yoga when we act for the pleasure of krishna then it becomes yoga yoga karma kaushalam so that is how we need to understand that somebody just because he is expert in certain field that is not yoga people they may think that oh that is spirituality for me that's how people are defining spirituality you do whatever okay you are expert in this you do this activity perfectly that itself is spirituality work is worship like i told you last time so no that is not true so the art of work means how to connect ourselves with krishna develop krishna consciousness elevate ourselves to spiritual consciousness any action that you perform which helps you to actually proceed to help you elevate yourself in krishna consciousness that is karma kaushalam yoga karma kaushalam otherwise it is not art of work now a simple activity for all of you just think about it from the time you wake up till the time you go to bed you perform various activities many many activities that you do now how many activities in that are for the pleasure of krishna and how many activities are for your own pleasure this is an activity that you should do tonight before you go to bed please make a note of all these things and some of you since you are belonging to the same family members some of you are from the same family what you should do is all of you please make a note of all the activities that you are doing are doing for the pleasure of krishna are or you are doing it for your own pleasure extremely important can you think about it even sleeping sleeping is an activity now you may be think prabhu how can i actually say that sleeping is a yoga because in sleep how can i connect with krishna right in sleep how can i perform okay lord narayana when he sleeps it is called yoga nidra we cannot do yoga nidra right because when we sleep we completely forget it is bhoga nidra not yoga nidra we are enjoying so in sleep how by sleeping 
I can connect with Krishna. Think about it. I have a question to all of you. This is a question to all of you. If I am sleeping, we are all sleeping. How our sleeping can become yoga? Okay, let me restart my session here on uh, open talk. So I want this answer. This is a question to all of you. So if at all there is sleeping, I want an answer from all of you. How our sleeping can become yoga? Think about it. I am waiting for your answer. How our sleeping? If you have an answer, then you can unmute yourself and you can let me know. That will be really nice. How can our sleeping be yoga? Let me see in the comment section. So, Yuvraj is asking Prabhuji, what qualities an instrument should possess? Okay, I am going to come to that Yuvraj very soon. Prabhuji, what is defined as an activity done for the self and done for the Lord? Okay. Yes. Okay, good. So the question is, uh, before sleeping, I chant Hare Krishna and that is how you connect yourself. Okay. So Hina Mataji is also saying that I pray to the Lord to come in my dream and guide me. Okay. So, hope you are getting such dreams these days, since you are hearing to Bhagavatam also, so I think uh, you must be getting some dreams of Krishna every night and uh, that is how you are connecting. By the way, you see, when we sleep, why do we sleep by the way? Because the body needs to get rejuvenated, isn't it? We all have to do certain work every day, but for that body has to be fit and fine. So now, night time when we sleep, our body gets rejuvenated by sleep. So now, that is how we need to pray to Krishna and tell Krishna, my Lord, I am sleeping not because I want to enjoy, but when my body gets rejuvenated, I am going to use this body in your service. Because tomorrow every activity that I am going to perform is going to be for your pleasure. So since I am going to act for your pleasure, so please help me to get good sleep. So then when you pray like that, even sleeping becomes yoga. You are eating, you know when you eat, when you offer it to the Lord, before you actually have it, then what happens is, you are actually performing yoga. Suppose you are a software engineer, so when you perform a certain activity and since now you are, you are developing a software which is actually meant for certain bank or maybe a software which is even meant for uh, developing a slaughterhouse. It may be possible. You know there are some people who are doing a lot of software job but their software is actually to create a slaughterhouse. Now creating such um, software is actually binding because it is going to give you a certain reaction. So how do I make my work as yoga? Okay, so when you work, no matter what job you perform, so when you perform a certain job, you will get a result of that job. So when you get the result of that job, take that result and offer it to Krishna. See, when we work in a company, we get certain amount of salary. So when you take that salary and use 
according to your capacity little for the service of krishna then that will become yoga so that way your sleeping is yoga your eating is yoga while walking you think of krishna even your walking becomes yoga while studying you are actually telling that yes i am studying it for krishna so your studying also becomes yoga so you see what is yoga anything that you do for the pleasure of krishna is yoga so for arjuna since he is a fighter he is a warrior when he fights he fights for the pleasure of krishna and that is yoga karma kaushalam so you are also expert in something so why don't you use that expertise in the pleasure of krishna so that is so wonderful isn't it why not we use that expertise in the to satisfy the lord for example hina mataji when she is preparing some food at home she is cooking she is cooking for the pleasure of krishna so that becomes yoga so any activity that you perform that can become yoga but today before you go to bed i want all of you to make a list of all the activities that you do and next to the point that you have written of all the activity you write whether it is yoga or bhoga yoga means yes it is for the pleasure of krishna and bhoga means it is not for the pleasure of krishna it is for your pleasure so write down all the activities that you do in a day and next to that create two columns one is yoga column one is bhoga column and you tick mark which is yoga which is bhoga then you yourself will get to know oh my god my whole day is actually not meant for yoga but my whole day activities are only for bhoga my pleasure so this is art of work so if you want to learn this art of work then this is what we need to understand this is the art of work what is art of work how to work for the pleasure of krishna that is art of work very interesting it is very interesting why we should work for krishna now somebody may say oh prabhu ji you are telling krishna why we should work for him you know already we have been exploited by so many masters our bosses are exploiting us like anything so why should we work for krishna who can also be exploited no krishna is not an exploitative master he is a very kind and compassionate merciful master when you work for krishna he gives you 10 times the result of what you can actually get by working for yourself that is how compassionate see when you offer something to krishna you cook nice uh, uh, jalebis and gulab jamun and all these things and when you offer it to krishna you offer 10 gulab jamuns and after 5 10 minutes you take that offering back you will still find 10 gulab jamuns only you will not see you know krishna is actually eaten no that is his mercy he keeps he eats everything but still keeps everything om purnamada purnamidam so krishna is complete when he eats something he keeps back everything as it is for us but he keeps it in a purified form so that is how that is called karma yoga so why should we work because we get purified just see for example you are working for a company you are an employee in a certain company and you have been given lots and lots of facilities from the company a wonderful high high class uh, laptop and uh, a car to uh, drop you and pick up from the home and uh, many other facilities in the canteen many facilities that you go you know especially when you are working in google 
I have seen a video where the employees really enjoy so many facilities. In fact, they can even bring the laundry and they can do their laundry in the office. And <laughs> there is a daycare in the office and so many things like that. So even they can take care of the babies. So what happens is, now all these facilities are given by the company to you. When you take these facilities, you have to work in the interest of the company. It doesn't mean that you have got all these facilities and you start thinking that oh anyway I have got all these facilities now from the company. Let me start my own company. Using all the facilities of the company you want to start your own company. That is a gross mistake. It is unacceptable isn't it? Because we are not supposed to do that. When we are given the facilities we are supposed to act in the interest of the company and for the company. Not that I will start my own company. Now, expanding the same analogy, you please understand and ask yourself that every facility that we have got in this human form of life is actually given by the Lord, isn't it? Just imagine every facility, the facility to see, the facility to hear, the facility to smell, the facility to taste, the facility to do activities, the facility to think. My God, every facility that we have got is actually given by the Lord. The air we breathe, the food we eat, the facilities are actually provided by the Lord. But what are we doing? We are not acting or using these facilities in the interest of Krishna, for the pleasure of Krishna, we are using these facilities for our own sense enjoyment. That becomes criminal. See, just think about it. Every facility that we have got is actually given by the law. But we are not using it for the pleasure of the law. That is why we are actually misers. We are very, very conduced. First of all, we have nothing of our own and whatever is being given by the Lord, that also we don't want to share. We are conduced to the power of conjus. Kripana to the power of Kripana we are. <laughs> so we should not be like this. Right? So, uh, one more very interesting point that Krishna is making in this verse and that is, Krishna is saying here that if you understand this art of work then you will get rid of both good and bad reactions this is amazing and very specific Krishna is saying that you will get rid of this good and bad reactions in this very lifetime that is underlined in this very lifetime so you don't have to wait for the next lifetime to clear your consciousness. No, please understand. What an amazing thing it is. This art of work, if every action that you perform is for the pleasure of Krishna, then what will happen to you? You will become free from good and bad reactions. And that freedom you will get in this lifetime. So that is the key point. It is possible. Now, if I act in this way, what will happen to me next? Let's understand in the next words. Very beautiful. 
So let's go and chant the next verse now, and uh, let's do that. Uh, let me display the shloka. And Yuvraj, you can unmute yourself, Yuvraj, and please try to chant the shloka number fifty-one. Let's chant together. Let's try to do this. Yuvraj, you can unmute yourself. Yes, Prabhuji. Okay. Karmajam buddhi yukta hi. कर्मजम बुद्धि युक्ता ही फलम त्यक्वा मनीषिना फलम तत्वत्त मनीषा जन्म बंधा विनिर्मुक्ता जन्म बंधा विनिर्मुक्ता पदम गच्छन्ते नामयम पदम गच्छन्ते अन्यायम Once again let's do that कर्मजम बुद्धि युक्ता ही कर्म जम बुद्धि युक्ता ही फलम तत्वा मनीषिना फलम तत्वत्त मनीषना जन जन्म बंधा विनिर्मुक्ता जन्म बंधा विनिर्मुक्ता पदम गच्छन्ते नामयम पदम गच्छन्ते यम्नायम वंडरफुल प्लीज रिपीट द ट्रांसलेशन द वाइस The wise engage in devotional service. Engage in devotional service. Take refuge in the Lord. Take refuge in the Lord and free themselves from the cycle of birth and death. And free themselves from the cycle of birth and death by renouncing the fruits of action. By renouncing the fruits of action in the material world. In the material world. In this way. In this way, they can attain that state. They can attain that state beyond all miseries. Beyond all miseries. Wonderful, very nice. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Prabhu Jayakishore. So, this is another very very interesting shloka. So here, Krishna is saying, Karma Jam. When you perform. कर्मा कर्मा जम विल टेक प्लेस व्हाट इज दैट व्हाट इज बोर्न आउट ऑफ कर्मा द फ्रूट्स आर बोर्न सो कर्मा जम इज व्हाट कर्मा जम मींस द फ्रूट्स ऑफ एक्शन सो कर्मा जम बुद्धि युक्ता ही व्हेन यू एंगेज इन डिवोशनल सर्विस बुद्धि योगा बुद्धि युक्ता फलम त्यक्त्वा मनीषिना फलम त्यक्वा मनीषिना हू इज अ मनीषिना मना मना मीन्स माइंड ईशा मीन्स कंट्रोलर मनीषा मीन्स कंट्रोलर ऑफ द माइंड इज कॉल्ड मनीषा मनीषी कंट्रोलर ऑफ द माइंड यू मे हैव सम फ्रेंड्स ऑफ योर्स और रिलेटिव्स हूज नेम इज मनीषा और मनीषी समटाइम दे ऑल्सो डोंट नो द मीनिंग ऑफ द नेम so manisha means controller of the mind and controlling the mind is actually the focal point of spirituality if you cannot control your mind then there is no question of spirituality so manishinaha one way of actually becoming con- controller of your mind is by phalam tektwa when you understand how to give up the result of your actions 
gradually it will help you to develop a stable mind your mind will not get agitated when you know how to get or how to renounce the fruits of your actions and you are slowly moving towards yoga very interesting point where krishna makes here is padam gachantyanamayam anamayam this is the first description of the spiritual world the first description of a destination higher than swarga very interesting this is the first time in the bhagavad gita krishna is telling that there is a destination there is a place higher than heaven higher than swarga and what is that spiritual world anamayam anamayam means it's a place which is free from maya 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 anamaya means that place which is free from illusion anamayam so there is a place a spiritual place where we all belong to so krishna is saying this destination if you want to reach this destination then you have to become free from the desire to acquire the fruits of your action phalam tektva you should learn to act perform activities but you should learn at the same time to not get attached to the fruits of your action so you can achieve the higher destination spiritual destination only when you become free from phalam tektva when you understand phalam tektva then you will go to anamayam and this spiritual world is not an ordinary world amazing world it is in this spiritual world every word spoken is a song and every step you walk is a dance what an amazing world every word is a song and every step is a dance that is how the spiritual world is don't you want to go to this world i want to go i don't want to be here i mean you go to a place where everybody is just singing and dancing everybody is fully joyous everybody is just celebrating its all festive mood every day and every moment is a joyous moment in the spiritual world and who doesn't want to go there is there anyone here who doesn't want to go to such a world if you want to go to world this world please say in the comment section those who want to go to this spiritual world anamayam where every word is a song and every step is a dance then you can mention that in the s you can in the comment section say yes let me see how many of you really want to go ah so i am seeing that one by one all the answers are coming and uh, let me see Okay, Vinod Chandanji also has joined. Let's see if he also joins and says, "If you want to go to the spiritual world, leave a comment and say yes." And yes, so Vinamata is saying, "Of course, he does just want to go." Yes, Rahul is also saying yes. Yudas, okay, also is saying yes, and Vinod is also, and of course, Shrikant is also saying yes. So only last year, I think she is loud, doubtful. She doesn't want to go, I guess. Okay, so now very interesting. If you really want to go to this world then 
यू हैव टू अंडरस्टैंड फलम त्यक्तवा यू शुड नो हाउ टू गिव अप द रिजल्ट ऑफ योर एक्टिविटीज इट्स ओनली देन यू कैन एक्चुअली अटेन फाइ द वे this whole discussion on the bhagavad gita is very progressive if you see krishna initially was talking to arjuna arjuna you fight you will go to heaven you fight you will enjoy you will fight and this is this is what you will get so krishna initially told arjuna and inspired arjuna to fight because he can get all these materialistic things now krishna is telling you fight but get detached from the fruits in this section so he is talking about action with result then he is speaking about action without result but this is not the end it is not all in all karma yoga is not all in all in the future chapter krishna is going to mention in the 12th chapter there is a karma yoga ladder there is a yoga ladder yoga ladder means there is karma yoga above karma yoga there is gnana yoga there is bhakti yoga so there is yoga ladder which we will understand going forward so karma yoga what krishna is right now mentioning is not the topmost but he is gradually taking arjuna from one level of consciousness to another higher level of consciousness so that he wants to accommodate all types of people see krishna is very merciful he doesn't want to leave any type of people so when people read bhagavad gita there are some people who wants to follow bhagavad gita only because they want certain good actions good reactions good results okay krishna is saying you want good results you do this so then krishna is again saying no 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 if you want to go still higher and enjoy more then you do activities but then you don't hanker for the result and that is how gradually bhagavad gita is progressing now okay so krishna is saying here karmajam buddhi yoga so buddhi yukta hi phalam tektva manishinah so don't work for the result and when you act in such a way you will actually attain that anamayam by the way prabhu ji we see that many people even guru ji and swami ji even they are acting they are eating they are also doing so much of activity sometimes they are doing lot of other businesses also but how do we understand whether they are doing yoga or they are not doing yoga see when you look at a crow and a cuckoo when you look at a crow and a cuckoo they look very similar both are black but when the crow opens its mouth ka 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 continuously it just creates that disturbing annoying noise but when a cuckoo it sings it creates that beautiful sound coo coo <laughs> so it's so pleasing isn't it although they look similar but when they open their mouth they sound very different so you may see a lot of devotees who are also quite normal they wear normal clothes like us they eat like us they do different activities they may be going to factories they may be going to companies and working they may be going to school and colleges they may look alike they may look like us but you can understand a person's consciousness only when they speak when they speak 
they speak about Krishna, they speak about spiritual life. So that is what differentiates a materialist and a spiritualist. So we should not judge people based on their appearance, but how they act and what they speak. That's extremely important. So devotees also, they perform activities, but internally they are acting for the pleasure of Krishna. But where they are a materialist, he is also working, but he is acting for his sense gratification. That is what differentiates a spiritualist and a materialist. So very very important. And then Krishna is saying that Padam Gachanti, Padam Gachanti. There is a very beautiful shloka in the Srimad Bhagavatam which says, it says that Samashita e Padaplavam Padaplavam. I'll repeat this once again. Samashita e Padapallavaplavam. Mahat padam punya yasho murarehe Bhavam budir vatsa padam param padam param padam yat vipadam tajesham. Very interesting. It says Bhavam budir. This whole material world is Bhavam budi. It's a material ocean. But when you understand the art of work, how to perform work for the pleasure of Krishna. This big material ocean can be very easily crossed. How? Just like, you know, when there is a calf, small cow, cow is there, cow gives birth to calf. The calf, when it keeps its leg, its hoof on the mud, it creates a hoof print. You know, it is, it creates a hoof print. And when some water, when rainwater gets accumulated in that hoof print, it is very small. Even a child can jump over that hoof print, isn't it? So when you become expert in art of work, expert in yoga, karma, kaushalam, then this big material ocean can be easily crossed just like a child jumps over the calf hoof print. It becomes so easy for you to actually cross this material ocean. This bhavam mudir, what is this bhavam mudir? Param padam tad vipadam In every step you take in this material world is filled with vipadam, is filled with miseries. You solve one problem, another problem will come. You create a solution for that solution itself will become a problem. You see carefully that each and every activity that you do is giving rise to another problem in this material world. Param padam Every step there is danger here in this material world. If you want to cross this material world, then you should know the art of work. Pleasure for Krishna. So very interesting, very nice. So let's go and chant the next words now. Let me see who all are there. Okay, so I request uh, Lasya, unmute yourself and let's do this. Chanting of the next word, verse number 52. Yes, sir. Okay. So, verse number 52. Yadate moha kalilam. Yadate moha kalilam. Buddhir vetita rishyati. Buddhir vetita rishyati. Tadagantha sinirvedam. Tadagantasi nirvedam 
the bride and the groom they were all ready and they were really uh, doing lot of things it was all buzzing with activities and then just before the mangalya dharana just before the groom could tie the knots mangalya it so happened that a cat entered the mantap area kalyan mantapa and it was creating a lot of nuisance and then the bride sees that her mother she quickly finds a basket and then goes and puts this basket over this cat and then nicely puts this cat inside this basket and keeps the basket away takes that basket away this was seen by the bride now many many years passed by the bride who got married actually got her own children her own children grew up and they became they came to a marriageable age and then this bride who had got married and who had seen this whole scene of uh, the cat and all that when her daughter was getting married and just before when the daughter was about to be tied with the mangalya she told wait 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 pujari she stopped the pujari and said we need to get a cat and then she goes and no we need to get a cat because this is what my mother had done during my mangalya dharana my mother put a cat in the basket and then she kept it outside so just before my daughter is also getting married we need to find the cat they found the cat they found the basket they put the cat in the basket and that is how she kept the basket outside now she said you can put the mangalya dharana and then this parampara continued many generations and generations this parampara which was having no meaning continued and it became a ritual that every marriage there should be a cat and a basket and many many such rituals you will see in so called modern functions today which have no meaning the spirit is lost so this is what happens when you don't understand the reason for what you are doing the sacrifices i want to mention here a very beautiful story a past time which is a part of shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto once the supreme lord krishna he was playing with his friends and while playing with his friends they were so immersed that they just forgot they lost their attention towards the span towards the time and in the afternoon all the friends they started feeling hungry so all the friends they approached krishna and told krishna please please help us we are feeling hungry now we are too hungry and we want to eat something this is very interesting see whenever you have anything any problem or any desire you go to krishna this is the nature of the gopas and the gopis so these gopas the gopabalakas they all tell krishna that we are hungry and krishna says okay don't worry so what you do is you go to that nearby village and in that village there are many brahmanas who are performing sacrifices so they must have prepared lot of things to eat so go and tell them that krishna is there krishna and balaram both of them 
they have come and they are asking for food and they will give you food. So now this Gopabalika, the friend of Krishna, they were so happy, oh let's go. And all of them, they went to the uh, village and there they saw all these Yagnik Brahmanas, they were chanting mantras, Om, Om, and so many mantras they were chanting and putting the ghee in the fire and wonderful yagna is happening. And at that time, these boys, they go and request, My dear sirs, Krishna and Balaram, they have come and they are asking for food. They are very hungry, so please give us some food. And this Yamanik Brahmana, they say, Hey, we cannot do that. We are performing yagna. And first, we need to offer everything to the yagna purusha, that is Vishnu. So unless we offer this food in the yagna, we cannot give anything to you. We don't bother. Oh, this Brahman, this all Brahmanas were very, very meticulous, very uh, staunch in their belief that only when the food is offered in the yagna, they can partake it, otherwise they cannot take it. Now, the friends were very disappointed and the Gopabalas, they say that, oh, this is so bad and they come back hungry and they say, Krishna, this is what is happening. You know, they did not give us anything because they are performing ignorance and they are saying that unless Vishnu is offered this food, we cannot take it, they will not give it to us. And they are Ignas, you know, Brahmanas, they will continue. It's not an ordinary Ignas, they perform for hours and hours together. Now Krishna says, okay my dear friends, this time you go to the wives of the Brahmanas and you ask them food and tell them that Krishna has come personally he is just waiting outside the village and he is very hungry and he wants to eat something. You go and ask this uh, gopis and they will give you the food. Now this uh, Gopabalas were quite excited and now they thought okay uh, they were hopeful that uh, at least the wives of the brahmanas will give them some food and then when they go and approach these gopis you know in the olden days the wives of the brahmanas and generally the ladies if they have to purchase anything or they have to deal with outsiders they will do it at the back door. They will never come in the front door. You know when the fruit vendors or the vegetable vendors, they come, they actually, they come behind at the back gate and at the back gate, all the dealings used to happen. So when the gopis of this particular village, they used to hear stories of Krishna from these fruit vendors or the vegetable vendors or anybody else who used to come to sell something. So they used to very eagerly ask, oh, what Krishna did? Whom did Krishna kill? Which demon did Krishna kill now? What are the different pastimes of Krishna? So they were hearing about Krishna time and again, time and again. They were so much in love with Krishna. They had heard so much about Krishna that just by hearing, they had developed an intense desire to see Krishna. And all these ladies, when they used to be at the back door, they used to hear and relish all these pastimes of Krishna. So, this Gopabalas, they also, they entered the home from the back gate. And there they told the gopis that Krishna has come and he is hungry and please give some food. When the gopis got to know that Krishna himself has come, 
all these years they were only listening now they get a chance to see krishna whatever food was there they took the food packed the food and they started running towards where krishna was there and the yogi amik brahmana their husband they saw this and they tried to stop them the family members tried to stop these gopis but none of them they stopped they knew that you know you know if you'll have a tough time if you don't listen to our family members and our husband but they did not care krishna has come we will satisfy krishna and they took all the food and then they offered everything to krishna and krishna was so pleased that the food was distributed to the friend and krishna himself was so pleased now the gopi said my dear krishna we have given up everything and we have come to you and it is said in the bhagavad gita itself that anybody who comes to you does not go to the material world again so krishna we have come to you now we don't want to go back home <laughs> now krishna was thinking oh my god i asked for food but now all these ladies have come with me going to come with me no this is not good so krishna very nicely and uh, tactfully convinces the gopis and tells them that no you have to go back it is your duty you are a grihastha and you have to serve your family but krishna they will not accept us now we go home we have actually offended our husband we have offended our relatives we have bought all the food that was actually offered to be in the yagna to you we have given it to you they are not going to leave us they are not going to accept us anymore krishna says don't worry you go and everything will happen and when these gopis were going back with a heavy heart leaving krishna all the husbands and everybody was ready they were all on the group let our wives come now we are going to teach them a lesson and as these gopis are coming back the glow on their face was so amazing because they are now coming after meeting krishna they were looking so beautiful they were looking so transcendental that the husbands just by looking at them their hearts melted the husband said that my dear wife all these days you were recognized as oh your husband of such a such brahmana but from today we will be known as yes he is a husband of such a such wife our identities will change we will be respected as yes wives of such a such gopis so that is your position because you have directly served the supreme lord we were so fools krishna himself has come the supreme yagna purusha has come and us as the food we were so adamant that we just stuck with our this so called vedic knowledge we did not recognize krishna but you with simple heart and love you could recognize krishna and you served him you got an opportunity to serve krishna directly so that is the position of love that is the position of bhakti so that is what krishna is saying here that many people may get entangled in this mohakalilam this dense forest of the vedas when even when krishna comes in front of you you will not be able to recognize so we should not be like that we should not get deluded by this so called ritualistic things you should understand the spirit behind the sacrifices just see yagnik brahmanas they lost an opportunity to serve krishna directly but whereas the wives with bhakti they could understand the import of the vedas that's most important that's the spirit of the vedas to serve and love krishna so all this intelligence was diluted by of the brahmanas now that doesn't mean 
we should not respect the vedic uh, rituals vedic rituals have a lot of meaning but for a pure devotee these rituals do not bother i am serving krishna and his exclusive attention is only for krishna that is what madhavendra puri prabhu also says madhavendra puri is a great saint we all have heard about chaitanya mahaprabhu chaitanya mahaprabhu's spiritual master is ishwara puri ishwara puri's spiritual master is madhavendra puri so chaitanya mahaprabhu is the supreme lord himself so madhavendra puri prabhu says that i don't want to get entangled with this vedic rituals my demigods my dear demigods shiva chandra indra please excuse me my whole attention is only for krishna my exclusive love is only for krishna and nobody else so we cannot imitate madhavendra puri great saints like that we need to still follow certain vedic rituals but with the spirit of understanding and serving krishna so very nice so we should learn from the gopis how to serve krishna this yagnik brahmanas the wives of the brahmanas how to serve krishna okay so today we will complete this last verse verse number 53 and with this we are going to complete this section of buddhi yoga so i request uh, now hina mata ji to please unmute yourself and let's chant this uh, 53rd verse and this verse is the last verse of this particular section yes so hina mata ji are you ready yes shruti vipratipannate shruti vipratipannate yada stasyati nischala yada stasyati nischala samadhavachala buddhi समाधाव अचला बुद्धि सदा योगम अवाप्सी सदा योगम अवाप्सी श्रुति विप्रतिपन्ना ते श्रुति विप्रतिपन्ना ते यदा स्थास्यति निश्चला यदा स्थास्यति निश्चला समाधाव अचला बुद्धि ट्रांसलेशन in the trance of self realization then you will have attained the divine consciousness then you will have attained the divine consciousness thank you mother so wonderful so this is another beautiful word where krishna is saying that how if a person is undisturbed with the material ups and downs of life it's a clear indication that you are advancing in spiritual life so this is a very nice thing a secret to all of you if you want to gauge your spiritual advancement it's very easy if you are not getting disturbed by 
happiness and distress of this life you are quite composed and you are quite equipoised you are not really disturbed that means you are actually a very suitable candidate to take up spiritual life and advance in spiritual life because a spiritualist is never bogged down by the ups and downs of the material life so interesting it is so wonderful secret krishna is sharing with us so you should be fixed in spiritual life and never be fixed in the pains neither the pleasures of life because any time you get attached to pains or attached to the failures they will distract you so that's why krishna is saying here if you don't want to get distracted then it is said achala buddhis achala achala means flickering achala means that which is not flickering achala buddhis achala buddhis he is not saying achala manah here he is saying achala buddhis if you want to control the mind you have to control the buddhi make your buddhi very strong when your intelligence is very strong your buddhi your mana your mind will be controlled very easily so this is the secret one more secret if you want to control the mind you have to make your intelligence very strong what is the way to develop strong intelligence this bhagavad gita study reading bhagavad gita attending these sessions what is it making now it's making your intelligence very strong when your intelligence is strong you know what is right you know what is wrong discrimination is developed you should develop we all should develop this discriminative power what is spiritual what is material what is good and what is bad so that is achala buddhi so we should develop that achala buddhi so that our mind will not waver to the temptations of the worldly things so temptations will be there but when buddhi is strong you will not be tempted and krishna is saying if you do that then tada yogam avapsyasi you will be fixed you will be firm you will attain that trance of self realization it's so wonderful the best yoga krishna is saying here the best yoga is performing action being the servant of krishna whether good things or bad things my thing is i want to serve the supreme lord according to our karma past karma we may enjoy we may suffer but whether in distress or happiness i want to serve krishna this is the mood of the pandavas whether they are in the forest or whether they are in the palace they are only thinking i will serve krishna see that is the mood that is the devotee's mood so we should develop that mood exclusive love for krishna what will happen to me i will not care very beautiful verse of uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu it is said that uh, he saying oh my lord you trample me or you you know you kill me doesn't matter but i just want to be your servant being a servant of krishna is not an ordinary thing just somebody becomes a servant of prime minister modi he feels so proud oh i am the i am the personal servant of uh, prime minister but when you become the servant of the supreme lord what an amazing thing is it 
there is this uh, very beautiful pastime i want to share and i, I will end the session today with this pastime you may also have heard about this pastime and this shows the mood of bhakti how bhakti should be performed you know once in dwarka lord krishna had 16108 wives and all the 16108 wives had a individual palace a beautiful palace for each one of them so once narad muni approached one of the palace to visit krishna and there he sees that krishna is having a stomach ache and narad muni was astonished krishna is having a stomach ache yes krishna was having a stomach ache and then all the queens rukmini and satyabhama and everybody jambavati everybody they came with so many different varieties of medicines and nothing is working no medicine is working krishna is still having the stomach ache and then uh, krishna told uh, narada they are bringing all these medicines it's just increasing my stomach ache more and more the narmuni said my lord please tell me you are the supreme lord you will give us the solution which is the best medicine for you so that we can get uh, you cured of the stomach ache then uh, lord krishna said my stomach ache will get cured only when i drink the water which is having the dust of my devotees everybody was so astonished narada was saying my lord how is this possible dust of your devotees krishna said yes this is the only medicine so narada you go and get it so narada goes to rukmini devi and then says can you please give the dust of your Uh, feet so that you know I can give it to Krishna. Rukmini Devi said, No, 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 no. Narada, what are you saying? I will go to hell. And all the other sixteen thousand hundred and eight wives, they all said the same thing. If Krishna is our husband, and if we give the dust of our feet to Krishna, then we will go to hell. We will suffer in hell. We cannot do that. Then Narada was thinking, whom do we go? Where do I find the pure devotees? Then he goes here, there. He is finding no one. Then finally he reaches Vrindavan. And when he goes to Vrindavan, there he tells the gopis that uh, you no know, uh, gopis, uh, Krishna is there in Dwarka and he is having a stomach ache. And the gopis were, what? Krishna is having stomach ache. So what do we do? What should we do? Tell us so that we can help him. then krishna has told uh, you know only by the dust of uh, your feet any pure devotee's feet his stomach ache will get cured then the gopis immediately all the gopis they started taking the dust from the feet and they said narada please take this and give it to krishna narada was saying wait 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 are you not afraid of going to hell you are giving this dust to krishna with the supreme lord by doing so you will go to hell you will suffer in hell the gopi said we don't care we can go to the hell and suffer but krishna's stomach ache should be cured that is the only thing we don't care whether we are in heaven or hell but krishna should be free from the stomach ache narada take this dust and give it to krishna so this is 
Anyabilashita shunyam, anhabilashita. There is no abhilasha for one's own thing. Bhakti means this is the bhakti. Without any abhilasha, this is called pure bhakti. And that is why we should learn how to perform actions, the art of work from the gopis. Anything that you do, that you do only for the pleasure of Krishna. Whether I suffer, whether I am enjoying, I don't care. I will serve Krishna in every difficult situation. Just this morning, we had Srimad Bhagavatam. My wife was explaining about Prahlad Maharaj. Prahlad Maharaj. No matter how many troubles Hiranyakashipu was giving Prahlad Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj was folding his hands and only praying to Krishna, My Lord, please engage me in your devotional service. He was just chanting the holy names. So, this is pure bhakti. We should learn from the great Mahabhagavata. So, with this verse 53 of chapter 2, we have completed the Buddhi Yoga section of the chapter 2 and going forward we will understand more very interesting things in chapter 2 and Krishna is going to reveal many more wonderful things. So with this I want to end the session and if there are any questions I would like to take them now. I think there are already few questions there. Uh, so let me quickly take some questions. So earlier Yuraj had asked that Prabhuji, what qualities an instrument should possess? Wonderful, very interesting. So since we all are supposed to act like an instrument, the instrument is we should always keep ourselves very alert to be used in the service of Krishna. The quality of our instrument is what? We should be perfect. A knife has to be very sharp. Only then it can cut nicely the vegetables or the fruits, right? So similarly, when we have to be an instrument in the service of Krishna, we have to be sharp. Sharp intellectually and sharp spiritually. Very very sharp in understanding what is what can be used for Krishna's service, what cannot be used in Krishna's service. So that is the quality of an instrument. Be very sharp. Okay? That will come by knowledge. How to be sharp? We will understand by knowledge. Okay, so what are the next questions? Uh, <coughs> okay, so Rahul is saying every night, okay, he goes and uh, chants Krishna's name. Why did God erase all our earlier birth memories? <coughs> Excuse me. If they are there, we would be very careful on our actions. Yeah, why the memories of the previous lives? were erased because if they were there then we could have been very cautious isn't it but you know what actually that's a mercy if we start remembering all our previous activities we cannot lead this life very nicely because you start remembering all the good and bad things that have happened to you previously then this life becomes very miserable it's actually mercy of the lord so you should think it in that way that it's Good that all the memories have gone because if you start remembering all the previous things, your life will become more miserable. Then you need to find all your previous relatives and this connection and that connection. Many more things will come up, many more challenges and unwanted things will come up. So it is good that all the memories are washed away. But although Krishna has erased all the memories of the past lives, every time, every lifetime, 
He is also giving us the opportunity to remember Him. So although all the bad things He raises, but every lifetime He is giving this opportunity to come closer to Him through this medium of Bhagavad Gita classes, through the medium of somebody coming and telling you about spiritual life. So all these possibilities Krishna will make possible. So that is how Krishna will give us opportunities to remember Him, although He raises the previous uh, memories. Okay, so then the next question Rahul is asking, Will Lord Krishna say, please leave this body immediately? I will leave this body, I want to go in the Vaikuntha. Yes, if we want to go to Vaikuntha, we should first practice how to be in Vaikuntha, isn't it? Because if you go to Vaikuntha, you should know the Vaikuntha culture. Otherwise, you will feel very alien there. Because everybody is singing and everybody is dancing. You cannot simply go and sing and dance. You will feel very alien. Oh, what's happening? You know? So that is why here in this life, under the instructions of a guru, we should first learn how to sing and dance. <laughs> so when you know how to sing and dance here on the names of Krishna, then you will become trained up nicely. Once you nicely get trained up here, then you can go to Vaikuntha. So now it's a practice. Let's do nice practice and then go to Vaikuntha. Okay, very nice. So Chaitanya is asking, uh, they say everything comes from God, God's creation. So ultimately, Mohakalilam is also created by God. Why would God create so much difficulty for their children to attain moksha? Okay, so everything comes from Krishna, no doubt. He is Sarvakarana Karnam. But at the same time, he has also given us independence. Why this independence? Because we are part and parcel of Krishna. Because he is Swarat, he is completely independent. Because we are his Amsha, we also have the quality of independence. And using that minute independence that Krishna has given us, what we are doing? We have said, Krishna, I want to enjoy independently. I don't want to serve you. Okay, so Krishna saying, you don't want to serve me, then I will create a world for you. Go and enjoy there. You become Krishna in that world. So that is why he has sent us here. He has created this material world not because he wanted to. He has sent us here because we wanted to come here. That is the problem. So now, if you come here and you want to go back again to that world, then Krishna has to do the testing. He will not simply allow you because again if you go there and tell, no, 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 no. Uh, Krishna, I don't want to serve you. I want to enjoy myself. No, he doesn't want that impure thoughts to come again when you go back to a spiritual world. That is why going out of this material world is definitely tough, not impossible. It is tough. Mohakalilam, this dense forest is created by him. But he also has given the way how to get out of this Mohakalilam. But choice is yours. We have to make a choice. Whether to serve Krishna or whether to serve Kali. That choice is, he will never interfere with our choice, our freedom. That is love. Love means not forcibly you love someone. Love means you need to give that freedom, independence. So Krishna is a very gentleman. He gives us that freedom and independence. I will not force you to love me. You love me out of your own freedom and intelligence, independence. That is love. Only then you can exhibit love. So. 
uh, he has given us this way how to get rid of this world and also it is not so easy he has kept it very difficult because he doesn't want impure thoughts to be there in the spiritual world so we have to go through the fire of test it's extremely important a diamond is created only under hard pressure you know lots of pressure diamonds are not created easily only under tremendous pressure diamond is created so if you want to become a diamond in spiritual life there will be a lot of pressure you have to go through the mohakalilam and that's exactly what krishna is saying once you come out of this mohakalilam you will become indifferent to that which is shutva that which you have heard and that which you are going to hear in the future so that is what krishna is saying here is it not so very interesting so when you become when you come out of this mohakalilam you will become indifferent to all the good and bad things so it is a process you want to become a diamond without pressure no there are no shortcuts in spiritual life it is tough but it is not impossible so let me check if there are any more so shikant is asking hari krishna prabhu ji most of the time i am starting lord worship little late how to rejuvenate myself to serve krishna daily early okay so what one practical thing is go to bed early that's very important if you go to bed early then you will wake up early that's the only simple thing that we can do because rest everything will fall in place once you wake up early all the spiritual activities can be finished early in the morning it's very very important and i'm glad some of you are listening to the shrimad bhagavatam every day uh, early morning at 6 am so that's a great tapasya every day listening shrimad bhagavatam and sunday's bhagavad gita so much of purification is happening in your heart so this will never go vain i mean krishna is noting each and every step that you are taking in uh, going towards it amazing things are happening in your heart so so yes so this is uh, what i wanted to share today and thank you so much for joining and uh, i know dev uh, you had asked for a exclusive session i will definitely do it because i was traveling i couldn't do it uh, last week so maybe uh, uh, in this week we will definitely in the evening i will call some of you students here i'll call yuraj uh, lasya and dev and some of you all can come together and we will have this exclusive session for the youngsters and it will be really very nice okay so uh, i just want to uh, request all of you that achyutan ji uh, has some medical uh, issues going on right now so for his quick recovery i want all of us to please chant hari krishna mantra thrice so i request all of you to please join your palms and please repeat after me the hari krishna mantra thrice so that he can recover from his illness as soon as possible and join us in the sessions very soon so let's do it together 3 2 1 start hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare 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 krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare 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 krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 rama hare rama 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 hare hare may the supreme lord krishna keep us also away from all the illnesses and 
keep inspiring us more and more so that we can progress in our spiritual life. So thank you once again for joining and uh, I will let you know about the Angsters uh, youth program very soon and uh, that I will send a separate message to all of you. So thank you so much once again for joining. So uh, Rahul, Shrikant, Chaitanya, Yura, Chhina Mataji, Lasya and also Vinodji, thank you so much once again. We will see you again next Sunday at the same time and same meeting. So until then, take care all of you. Hare Krishna. <coughs>